Hello and welcome again to Charles Kelly Money Tips. Hope you're having a great weekend in uh, in London and, and, and in England and Wales. It's a bank holiday weekend. It's a public holiday today and it's like 30 degrees outside. So I'm going to do a quick recording today and then I'm off out to, to go to Hyde Park in London. Uh, but it, it, it this is kind of like the end of the summer now. It feels like you know, this is the last opportunity. So hi to everyone watching me on Facebook Live and listening on Money Tips, which you can find on moneytipsdaily.com or on Stitcher, iTunes, etc. Today, I want to talk to you about the power of compound interest. So I'm just, I think my headphones were not correctly on here. Today, I want to talk to you about the power of compound interest. Now, a lot of people think they know what compound interest is and that's kind of my word of the day compound interest what is compound interest as opposed to simple interest basically compound interest is is the effect of interest being earned on interest it's reinvesting that interest in into the account or the plan or the investment rather than taking it out so if you were earning five uh, percent interest from the bank and you spent that interest every year you took it out and it was paid into another account and you used that interest after 10 years how much would you have in the bank well exactly you'd have 100 pounds because you you've you've just taken the interest and the capital remains the same um, it's different in a property in a property if you've taken all the rent out the value could still go up but in a, in a bank account if you just took the interest out and left the money in the bank without compounding it, it would stay the same forever. Now, compound interest is where you reinvest that interest. So the, the interest goes back into the account and then you're earning interest on the interest. So if, if that £100 was in the bank and you, know, you, you were earning, let's say, 7% interest at the end of the year um, and you put that interest back into it, the seven percent was just the seven percent, or the seven pound was just added back into it. You'd have a hundred and seven pounds in the bank. So hundred pound, seven percent interest is seven pounds, and that goes back into the account. Then you've got a hundred and seven pounds in there, earning interest. So next year, the interest you're going to earn will not be another seven pounds. It will be seven uh, percent uh, on the the new balance. If you, so, okay, you're with me so far. So if you didn't. Uh, touch that money and you're earning seven percent a year how long would it be before that money would double okay so you get seven percent each year and then it's seven percent on 107 then it's seven percent on the, the new balance and the new balance how long would it would it take to, to double okay any ideas come on give me an idea here anybody can tell me how long it would take to double well there's a certain rule you can use to, to estimate the time it takes to, to double. And that is called the rule of 72. And the answer here is it would take just over 10 years. Okay, approximately. This is not an exact rule. Look at it from another point of view. Uh, if you had a credit card and the debts are rolling up at 20% per annum, how long would it be before your debt doubled in size? Okay. Um, now, the answer is just over three years. If you didn't pay anything on that credit card, it was just rolling up. In three years, it would double in size on, on a 20% interest rate. But let's assume you were paying a bit off. Okay, let's say you're paying a couple of percent off a year uh, and, and effectively your rate is 18%. It would still only take four years before the debt is doubling. Okay, furthermore, you know, this is the power of a credit card company. This is why... Uh, um, Warren Buffett said borrowing money on a credit card for consumer goods is dumb 
and that's why he owns credit card companies to presumably earn off what he would call dumb people. Okay, um, that that's basically the long and the short of it. But you know, you can imagine if if you were just paying that just the minimum balance on your credit card, and and sometimes that there can be as low as two percent. It would take years and years and years before the balance would be cleared. And a lot of people set up their their minimum balance on the credit card by direct debit and they just leave it. And of course, you know, you're paying off 2% per, per, per month, but the, the interest is probably 1.6% per month. So how much are you paying off? You're paying off a tiny half a percent. It would take years and years and years. And the credit card companies know that. In fact, when credit card companies were first introduced in this country, the minimum payment was 5%. And the companies quickly realized that, you know, if they, if they reduce the minimum payment, most people would just be lazy and pay the minimum payment. And therefore, they would make more money in, in the longer term. So let's look at, it, at this, this thing called the rule of 72. It's a quick way to work out how long your investment would double based on a certain rate of return. And all you do is divide the return into 72. So you take 72 is, is this magic number. I mean, don't forget nine and seven and two, and it's, they're quite magic numbers. So if you divide the return into 72, you'll get the, the number of years it would take for the money to double. So, you know, if you're earning 7% per annum and you divide seven into 72, it's 7.2. So you, you roughly know it would take just over 10 years. If you're earning 9% per annum and you, you divide that into 72, you know, you're looking at eight years before the money would would double. Yeah. So you're with me so far. Now, that that's that's just an interesting way of working it out. Now, I, I know that when I was in financial services, if you looked at projections of pension plans and the effect of, of compound interest on a pension, you know, you look at how much you'd earn in one year, two year, three or five, ten years, not very much. And then later on, it starts to escalate. You can see on the projections and in fact, in the last five years of that pension's life, the money usually doubles. OK, and it, it's just amazing the effect of compound interest. So if you said to someone, well, you want to retire at 60, this is what you get back. Your fund would be 500,000 pounds. But then if you look at it at 65, it would usually double or thereabouts to a, to a million pounds in those last five years because you've got all that money accumulating. Right. And and look at it the other way is that fund managers know that although they're charging you what seems like a small percent of the, the fund, you say, oh, they're only charging 1%, or doing all that work, you know, for 1% or 2%. But what you don't realise, well, there are other charges as well, but what you don't realise is that 1% of your few thousand pounds in the first couple of years is not very much, but in the future, it will be a heck of a lot of money. And this is why you look at banks, insurance companies, and all the, the biggest buildings in every city are always owned by banks and insurance companies. So I'm not even a pop at banks, but you've got to realize this and you've got to learn how, how this works. You've got to be able to read your financial statements. You've got to be able to read into these plans and see how much money they're making from you. And then look at how you can maybe invest the money yourself directly into the stock market by learning how to do it or directly into a property by learning about property and, and taking courses rather than going to a property fund, which, which never seemed to make much money, even when properties are going up, you know, shooting up through the, through the, the ceiling. Now, if, just a little test on, on compound interest, right? So if I offered you the choice today of either a million pounds, okay, here's a million pounds, or I can give you one penny, but that money penny will double for 28 days. Which do you think would be the most after 28 days? Now, 
personally, I would say I'll take the million. But actually, if you doubled a penny, one penny, right, for 28 days, you'd be amazed at how much that money would come out to. Do you know how much it would come out to after 28 days? One penny, you take a little coin, one penny, you, you, you make it every day, it doubles. So the next day, it's two penny. Then the next day, it's four pence. The next day, it's eight pence, 16, 32, right? If you do that for 28 days, you know how much it comes to? I'll tell you, 1.3 million pounds. 1,340 million pounds that penny becomes after 28 days. And I actually looked this up to, to, to test it because I'd heard this before. I thought it just can't be true. So I, I had it written out. And, you know, it's quite amazing from one from a penny to 28 days to a million. It's just incredible. And in fact, on, on day 26, it's it's just over 350,000. By day 27, it's 671,000 pounds. And the next day, 28, by doubling it again, it comes to one million three hundred forty-two pounds one hundred seventy-seven pounds. So, if if someone offers you a million or a penny doubled every day for 28 days, take the take the penny. Okay. So that that's um, just a little bit about compound interest. And what what I'm trying to say here is that you can use compound interest. You can use time to make your money work for you. Do you remember the saying that? The rich don't work hard for their money. They make their money work hard for them. Well, you can use time and compound interest to make your money work for you. That's why things like the stock market and property are considered long term investments, because, you know, it's all right. So I'll make a quick killing and get out, you know, but in, really in the long run is where you make your money, because with the property, you're earning interest in rent and you're getting compound growth as well. You're getting growth and rent. OK, with shares, you can do the same thing. You, you can earn dividends from the shares, okay? But you could reinvest those dividends. So dividend, we, we went through in another word of the day a few weeks ago, dividends just like a, a share of the profits on that share. So if you buy a share in a company, you buy a share in Apple or, you know, Microsoft, you, you own a piece of that company and you get a share of the profits every year in the form of what's called a dividend. Now you can take the dividend and spend it, fine. Or you can say, I don't need that that money right now. I'll reinvest the dividends into more shares. And they will do that automatically for you. And you'll you'll then eventually your money will grow and grow and grow. And it, it, it makes a big difference to reinvest the dividends. So that's a bit about compound interest. And I'll, Albert Einstein, the famous scientist, once said that compound interest was the most powerful force on Earth. And believe me, it works, can work in your favor as a saver and investor, but can also work against you if you are uh, a debtor and you're in debt okay now uh, compound interest is also used to work out how long it would take the value of money to halve because if your money's not earning money the buying power goes down you'll know that people say oh years ago i could go out and spend the whole evening for five pounds well you can't do that nowadays right even a, a single drink is five pounds so this is because the value of money is depleted by inflation. So you've got to think about where your money is sitting. If your money is sitting in a bank earning a quarter percent, you know, you know what the compound interest on a quarter percent, it would take 40 years before that money doubles. Did you know that? So if your, your money is sitting in a bank account and you're lazy, you don't manage it, then you, you, your money will fall behind in buying power. Because if your money is earning a quarter percent and inflation is at two percent, that's a big difference. Eight, what, eight times the amount your your um, you're, you're losing in, in buying power. And you can work out on the rule of 72 as well. If inflation is at 10%, uh, the value of the money is, is halving every seven years or so. 
Yeah. So uh, just think about that when, when you're, you're, you're talking about it, investing in doing something with your money. And, and this is why I wrote my book. Yes, money can buy, buy happiness. It's, it's about making money, earning money, keeping money and, and preserving the value of your money. Because, you know, over the years, if you manage your money properly and you, you follow my, my formulas there, the three R's of money management, then you, you can manage your money properly and make sure that it doesn't lose its buying power. And that's all for today then. So thanks very much for listening. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. And if you want to know about courses for, for property or, or stock market, just drop me a line on, on Facebook or at charles at charleskelly.net. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.